0: media.com alive surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction the gamezilla podcast is this the end of our
1: civilization prepare for gaming domination the mightiest monster of them all rimlock
0: the dine nine gamezilla look there comes one of them now (laughs)
1: Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, the face of Switch, Testonomics. I'm here to tell you about
2: all things going on under that beautiful green umbrella named Microsoft.
1: (laughs) And our producer, the Deadite Knight. Now recording
0: from a third world country where I had to urinate in a bottle before the show. Listen...
1: We're having sewer issues in the studio, okay? <laughs> we're having
2: network issues at the studio. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're also having network issues. But we're here. Welcome to episode 247 of the Games Gamesville podcast, brought to you by our supporter supporters. Supp-
2: oh, we're also having <laughs> dictation problems <laughs> over in the studio. Our supporters on Patreon visit patreon.com/slash the media and you can get access to not only voting on topics for this show, voting on subjects for others' show, but most importantly, a ton of unique content put on by the entire Games of the Media umbrella. For our show from the Games of the Podcast, you get a very fun, filled, and to the point wrestling podcast for those casual fans that don't want to get into too much of the minutia of what's going on in the world of wrestling. Myself and the Deadite Knight go in monthly and let you know what you need to know to stay in with what's good. That starts for as little as $5 a month, and you get content like that from every other show under our Gamezilla Media umbrella, patreon.com slash Media.
0: Oh yeah, so promoting our own show, oh yeah.
1: On today's episode (laughs) of the GameZilla podcast... Nintendo drops a bomb. Hollow Knight making some big announcements and uh, some rumors about a new Switch exclusive coming back from the dead. All this and more. <gasps> Is it typing of the dead? Man, nope. Why'd you ruin the surprise? <laughs> Dreamcast
0: 2 coming your way. I ruined everything. Here's the news.
1: I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines.
0: What about this monster? of yours.
1: Download the video. Topic number one. Typing the Dead is back. All you need is a Sega Dreamcast from 1999. A couple keyboards and a uh, copy of Typing of the Dead because there are no new copies of it. But really, Tess is going to give us topic number one.
2: So on Wednesday, February 13th, we were all treated to a nice early Valentine's Day present when Nintendo, much like I predicted predicted last week. Much like you wildly (laughs) speculated. Predicted. Predicted. Didn't happen. I was here. I witnessed it. I mean, to be fair, I was predicting hard for Friday, <laughs> and then I just got things missed. A timeline conversion or a time, time zone from Japan
0: to the United States. Like, Wednesday in the United States is actually Friday in Japan. Yeah. Like, well, in a, in a parallel universe, due to the uh, Mandala effect or whatever it's called, it uh, it did happen on Friday. So, because, like, Trunks
2: <laughs> went back in time to try to, like, fight the androids. do yeah, I want to hear like, about so, that. So, like, because of all that. Either way... We definitely had a Nintendo Direct, and to go over what was announced would definitely take a little bit of a minute. So what we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna shotgun some stuff and get some quick thoughts on uh, on some of the the bigger things that were that came out. So right off the bat, we had a few things that now uh, that were announced and came out that day. So first, Final Fantasy IX.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: Captain Toad DLC and multiplayer. I
1: was I was really happy with this. This kind of surprised me a bit um to see some more support for this game. I really like this game, so Captain uh, Toad's great. I like the uh the multiplayer aspect and it's free. So I mean that that's cool. You can play the entire game multiplayer now.
2: Yeah, we got the Demon X Machina demo, which was, you
0: know, cool. It uh, needs polish. Like it definitely needs polish, <laughs>
1: yeah. but it's cool.
0: Uh, EA Spuds was super into it. He was telling me today, uh, we were hanging out gaming on lunch, that he went through and remapped every single one of the controls.
1: Yeah. See, that I don't know. I don't know if that like makes me into this game that I have to remap the entire uh, scheme. Well, the other
0: complaint I got from another friend that played it invalid is I hate the controls. <laughs> so, so when Spuds is like, "Yeah, man, you've been playing that Damon X Machina," and I was like, "Oh no, I haven't yet." He's like, "Yeah, I really like it." And I was like, Oh yeah, and Val said he doesn't really like the controls, They're a little awkward. He's like, and then you know, Spud's like, No, you can just redo everything. <laughs> I was like, Oh, cool, you know, so like, it was cool to hear the two different perspectives of someone that liked it and didn't like it for actually the same reason.
2: And then we did have Tetris 99 came out as a yeah. as a Tetris Battle Royale styled game which we're going to get into a little bit more. I know Grimlock wants to talk about it a little bit more when we get to our Zilla update for the week, but we got our our first uh non shooter Battle Royale to hit and it was an exclusive Tetris game for the Switch. So that all came out this that day, like right after the presentation was over. We do have some releases coming out for the uh the rest of the year. We've got a uh, you know, this spring we're going to see Final Fantasy VII finally get a release. Yay! Uh, new Star Fox content for Starlink: Battle for Atlas, which I may or may not get back into. The game was a lot of fun, but I don't know if I, <laughs> if I really. <laughs> the think, Starlink guy, man.
0: No, I'm just delayed reaction to when you were like, "Yay!" to Final Fantasy VII. It's again, I I really need to get up on just going pfft, on the soundboard so I can have that queued up for
1: man, greatest game Final of all Fantasy. time though.
2: I mean, depending on what price it is, I might actually... I've never played it. I've I've never tried to play it. Really? So, uh, you know, I was I was the Ocarina of Time guy in that conversation, right? Mm-hmm. People yeah, people that were arguing Ocarina of Time was better, people that were arguing that Final Fantasy VII was better. Oh, it Final was, Fantasy
1: VII was way better. Man, you're so wrong. I know, because I played Ocarina of Time and I don't like Final Fantasy VII. So there so. you <laughs> go. I watched
0: my friend play Final Fantasy VII and he's like, I have to switch the discs now. It's like, this is stupid. <laughs> man, you're right. That
2: wasn't a problem. That wasn't a problem. You just got to get the red expansion cart for Donkey Kong land or world or country, whatever it was. One,
0: they were bundled, and two, I've never played Donkey Kong Country... Uh, I've never played Donkey Kong 64, and three, the only reason the expansion pack is required is Rare was too lazy to fix a game-breaking glitch. It didn't need it otherwise at all.
2: We got, a. Uh An update for so Smash Ultimate version 3.0 is coming out in spring. We don't know what it's going to consist of. Probably balances. They almost made it seem like there's going to be some different content Mm because they're making a big deal about it. And we know that Joker uh, from the Persona games are going to be our first DLC character. That's on its way. Box Boy plus Box Girl is probably the least relevant thing that I put on here. But it looked really fun for a puzzle type side-scroller-type kind of game. I'm never going to play it, but it looked fun.
1: See, I don't believe you. You play so much random stuff on your Switch, you might play this. I might play this, but now you can
0: also play as a box girl. Yeah, I will.
1: Or not you can play, play as a
0: non-gender specific box. Okay, <laughs> it's 2019.
2: You can't you just want to be a box. Yeah. And that's then a, a big surprise for me because I thought this was a Microsoft exclusive game. Uh, Hellblade: Ses- Sen- Senua's Sacrifice. Is that what it's called? Senua. Senua. I obviously didn't know that it, uh, how to pronounce the name either. A lot of stuff I didn't know about this game um, that's coming out this spring. I saw that it's available on Xbox Game Pass, so I thought it was a Microsoft exclusive <laughs> it's not, game. O- it's
1: not only on Xbox Game Pass, but they bought the developer. Um, this last was this la- one of the E three announcements. This was one of the E three oh. announcements of, of one of the developers they bought, but this game existed before that. So maybe there was some sort of agreement already in the works there,
2: or Microsoft has given them a pass at doing it, which would not yeah. be out of the realm of Correct. of this kinship, which we're going to get a little bit more about that later as well. Yeah.
1: If you haven't played Hellblade, um, it's it's a it's a very unique game. Is it another one of the
2: mental... like it's a mental yeah. hell? It's like it's like kind of like in the vein of Celeste, yeah. where like it exposes some of like the. Not I don't want to use the word tropes because tropes is generally like a, the neg- like the the expected things, but some of like the characteristics that come along with mental it, health it, it yeah. makes you play through them.
1: Exactly. And um, you know I've, I've had several people that told me that after playing both games, they actually liked it better than God of War. Ooh, not necessarily because like mechanics and stuff, but like just that overall story arc and everything like interesting it really uh, it really felt better to them. Interesting.
2: Um, for the summer, we've got a uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, which looked like a lot of the other JRPG-esque
1: <laughs> games. That I was we got. ready for that one. <laughs> yeah.
2: You you were kind of ready, but then like the fart trailed a little bit. Like you just had a couple more. St-
1: it got caught up in me, man. There you <laughs> got yeah, yeah. Up.
2: it was a little bit of a squeaker. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just I just have no interest in Fire Emblem. <laughs> for someone like me who loves turn based, grid based strategy games, oh, yeah, I can't stand Fire Emblem <laughs> <laughs> games. No, I've, this is you, man. I've tried to play them i remember me and chops got whatever it was at 13 at best buy conquest whatever, whatever it was conquest, and DBS. i'm like i just returned it i'm like i'm never gonna play this game why did i buy this i think mine's still sealed mine would have been still <laughs> sealed because i never <laughs> wanted to play it um we got grid autosport so we get a different racing game you
1: know a more serious racing game yeah 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 it's, it looked all right
2: it looked all right. More serious, less
1: fun. Perfect. That we've got uh,
2: <laughs> o- o- Oni- Oni-Naki. Oh, I think is Oni-Naki. I right. yeah, yeah, that Anu-naki. That's your that stream, that yeah, 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 buddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Anunnaki 20-something. <laughs> 22. I don't, 22, 21, Maybe. 23. Switch.tv/slash me. Yeah. Um, we had Astral Chain, which actually looked really interesting. It's another Platinum Games game for the Switch, which really had a bayonetta feel to it. But it was where you're playing as are they twins? Are they just siblings?
1: Oh, they just yeah, two just, like cops or whatever. They, I thought they, they were
2: related in some aspect. Yeah. Either way, but it's like so, and they're like, yeah. Did you notice that there's two people in this? Like, stay tuned to find out why. Like, wait, okay. Can we just let us know? Like, is it just a complete two? What one two year play? later? Like, Co-op. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So <laughs> whoa,
0: what do you mean we come But it, ha- <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> it, it,
2: it had those over-the-top visuals and stuff like that you've come to expect from yeah. like what Platinum's put out. You know, most people know Bayonetta One and Two is kind of the games where where Platinum's been involved in this action. You know,
1: Transformers: Devastation. That was Planet of the Games. Yeah. Yeah, the g- g- good, good g- on you, g- Planet of g- g- Games. Yeah. You, 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 you,
2: you horribly underrated. I agree. I, I really like a lot maybe of maybe not games. underrated, but they don't get enough credit for what they do, which is yeah. kind of like another way to say underrated.
1: They did. They did make Teenage Mutant Turtles, um, Turtles in Manhattan, which was Ooh,
2: uh, that's still sealed upstairs in the game room. We saw still that last sealed, week. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the the big blockbuster for this mm. summer, as mm. I predicted, as mm. I predicted my, too. Predicted. In wild speculation last week, we got Super Mario Maker 2.
1: Yeah. And man, did that trailer get me excited to make levels that Deadite will just rip the hair out of his head. See,
0: I have been looking for excuse to not be friends with Grimm anymore, so <laughs> come June... Come June, we
1: will grow to hate each other immensely. Unfortunately, we still work together, and we will have to run these <laughs> levels.
0: So yeah, I'm. I was pretty jazzed about Mario Maker Two. Uh, so the first one, if you never play Mario Maker, it's super addicting. So be very careful. You will not play any other games.
1: True.
2: And then we had a chunk of titles that kind of just had a TBD, most likely. We're all hoping all 2019, but just a TBD storyline. Pretty much the rest of this stuff they want to get out of the way before they start planning out what's going to be conversed about at E3. We had Assassin's Creed 3s getting, you know, the remasters coming up for the Switch as well,
1: which... (laughs)
2: <laughs> Which will be interesting because I really enjoyed Assassin's Creed 3. I'll never play it again. Like, I, I don't have any interest in playing an Assassin's uh, game, Creed game.
1: I'm, I'm sorry. This game looked ugly. <laughs> it looked
2: <really> bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, we're hoping that this is pre alpha footage that we got in the trailer because it did not look good. I just
0: didn't know I it just, was released on PS2 and that's where they were recording it from. <laughs> I was like, the, whoa, I thought this the was no, a PlayStation
1: 3 XP. Like, game. the moment, he like strikes the ground and snowflakes <laughs> shot out of him. I was like, whoo, oh. that looked rough.
2: Yeah, this is going to be a rough port to see how this this turns out.
1: <laughs> but you assassins creed guys so you let us know how it is. I won't I won't buy. I yeah.
2: I have yet to replay a game let alone rebuy an assassins creed game. I've I I play the shit out of it my first playthrough and then just never go back.
0: That's how I felt about creed weathered.
2: Yeah, that game. Um uh, we got Dragon <laughs> Quest. play was better though. 11S which I mean there are some some real big Dragon Quest fans in the community and I don't think any
1: of them are in this room. No, they're not. But um, I will say it was—is it the um, you could play the entire game in like an eight-bit system? Yeah, now. yeah, yeah and You could really switch cool. the music
2: up from like it's because or- they've remastered all the yeah. soundtracks in like an orchestral way. So, so
1: some of like the additions to me, I was like, that's neat. Not a game for me. I won't buy it. But uh, we
0: all know I-, I don't like JRPGs. But I was at least like watching the story they were telling in Except this trailer. For Pokemon. Yeah, I mean it barely counts. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I except was, for Nino Cooney, you and Nino Cooney guy, man,
0: Yokoi watch uh, Disgaea <laughs> Five. <laughs> yo, Sky, yo, I,
2: I don't know when I'm going to get my copy of Disgaea Five I back know, right? He's put 3,800 hours into it. Yeah. Guys, did
1: I mentioned I'm going to buy Final Fantasy 7 because yeah. it's the goat. I bought um, I bought Persona Five, and I don't even know where it's at because he took it right from me at the store. I didn't I even know Persona
2: Five was a JRPG. I thought it was an action game.
0: But the the story they were telling.
2: <laughs> I watched Spidey Street, like three times, I think. Maybe it was, maybe it was Specter.
0: It was an S. It <laughs> looks like it's a really good story. that That's all I was gonna say. And who's gonna play an eight bit unless that saves battery life on the Switch? Well, people like some that, people like that, that style. There was like that Monster
2: Boy game that you could switch back and forth hmm. between.
0: Yeah, but that was that Monster Boy. Or was that Wonder, Wonder or Boy? Wonder
2: Boy? Monsters. Yeah, something, something. Yeah. And
0: Monster Boy is the spiritual successor to Wonder Boy. Gotcha. But the thing is, is that's a side-scrolling platform. This went from like a 3D RPG to like top-down 8-bit perspective. like It
1: really changed the game where with Wonder Boy it didn't really change I mean, change let's be honest. A full 3D, like, trying to push the Switch to down to an 8-bit, <laughs> yeah. you're probably right. It would actually save on battery life. You're right.
2: You're right. <laughs> uh, we got a release uh, or a, a coming soon of Dead by Daylight. This
1: game looked... No, this, oh, was this was this the worst-looking game. This is the worst-looking game I've ever seen on the Switch. Worse than that broom-riding game. from oh, no. You no, talk ill of Broom the Night Sky. <laughs> <Broom, laughs> the, the night sky i knew the again no the game know
0: it i beat it <laughs> he's on the esports
1: he, e- he he's room in. the dead, dead by daylight <laughs> dead by daylight on the switch from this direct looked awful
2: yeah i was watching i think i was watching the twitch version of it because it generally buffers a lot less than the youtube one because there's a you know a tenth of the amount of people watching on twitch and uh and the chat just tore up this game.
0: It's like, oh, we getting PS One games? This, oh, that's cool. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm not kidding when I say this. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations on the 3DS looked better than Dead by Daylight on the Switch. Yeah, this, this wasn't good.
2: So let, we'll we'll get some we'll get some better titles here to close
0: out this. New story. I'm gonna get that Freddy Krueger DLC and lose my life to this game. We've got Captain Marvel was announced. Hold on, you won't
1: lose your life because you won't even know it's Freddy Krueger. you would be like, what's that blurry mess right there? I paid money for this DLC?
2: <laughs> Man, you're right. Okay, what sorry. What about the big reveal that Captain Marvel is going to be in Marvel Ultimate Alliance? I mean, she better be. <laughs> <laughs> well, one cool thing we did get, um, and, I, and I don't know how the licensing all works, but it did make mention that you're going to have Avengers, you're going to have mm. Guardians, you're going to have X-Men. Yeah. Like, they did yeah. call out there will be mutants. I don't know how that licensing works for video games. or And I don't care to know, but it's nice to know that we will get x-men in this game
1: it still has to be some sort of a a obstacle they have to jump through because marvel's capcom didn't have x-men oh
2: yeah you're right but nintendo's just like disney cut us some slack they said okay and then this happened
1: pretty much so and we got a date too i think uh which we didn't necessarily have or a month didn't we or no it was just summer
2: i think it was just summer i think yeah. we got a general timeline yeah
1: we finally got a general timeline one,
0: which... one thing i liked about this announcement that i i didn't understand watching the trailer is there's two different camera perspectives you can yeah pick, where they pick like dynamic or whatever they call it the action mode yeah because traditionally if you played the x-men legends or the other two ultimate alliance games it's sort of top-down dungeon crawler yeah and that's what that was a big concern of mine watching the original trailer i go Oh, this the camera angle looks a lot different. I don't know if I'm gonna like that as much, but finding out that you can choose, you know, if you want to play it the traditional style or this more dynamic, I was like, okay, well, that I'm sold on that.
1: Yeah,
2: and then Rune Factory 4 and Rune Factory 5. I don't know what these are.
1: So, uh, Jade got into those and uh, played four on the 3DS, so the, they're remastering that one to come over to the Switch and they're adding like. A wedding thing, and you get married in it now, which I guess you couldn't before. And well, I guess I'm gonna get it now. Yeah, but right, but uh, it, it's just a, it's it's not going to fill that gap in your life. It's going to fill a hole in my life. <laughs> another I, another JRPG there, life, there that life, uh, people life. can put hundreds of hours into.
2: And then five was something that I don't think had a, it wasn't even known that that was going to be coming right. out. So this was 4s exists. Five was announced. Yeah, and then the last one,
0: and this was well the second to the last one because they announced the Metroid Prime trilogy. Re-
1: Makes. that wasn't funny that, that wasn't funny at all because they
2: didn't yeah like what the hell are they waiting for <laughs> if these are allegedly done unless i mean metroid prime 4 could just be that far away that so they're like we were gonna do it be- like six months before it came out to get people ready but now we gotta wait a year before <sighs> it's the six month window again just release it if we please. don't see something before if this is something they're saving for e3 that's a disappointment
1: I mean, if I get it at E three, I'll be I'll be uh, if I I don't if know if it I get shadow the shadow drops because if E3. I get the announcement at E three, then when do I get the when will we get the game? It shadow drops at E three. Uh, it's gonna be you know how they had
0: Mario Deluxe drop in January. It's gonna be January twenty twenty. Well,
1: no, it's not. Yeah, get out of, if it's twenty twenty, I'm uh, I'm out. <laughs> I'm <laughs> You're out.
0: Just Stone Mark, gold out. You're yeah, not Metro gonna buy dead it. Dead to
1: me. Mar-
2: Mark Cuban and, and Shark Tank. Gift. Yeah, I'm out for that reason. I'm out. So the last reveal that they had that I got so excited for because right off the bat I'm like I don't know what you saw you saw these ocean waves
1: and I predicted it wonderful 102 that's right the wonderful 102
2: you saw these waves (laughs) you see a boat Then you see this familiar green tunic, and I'm like, oh, this is a Zelda game. I'm like, this is, unless they're telling a new story, which I couldn't believe they were going to tell, this is Link's Awakening, and then it was Link's Awakening Remastered. And Nintendo, with no shyness and taking real bold, you know, real bold attempts with art style, have this, like, almost, like, chibi, cute... Zelda game that I cannot wait to get my hands on. It looks so damn cute.
1: Yeah, the art style like w- w- was Very interesting. It is super cute. And then I don't know a lot about this game because this was the Game Boy. um, This was the game that came out
2: because they were going to try to release a Link to the Past on the Game Boy. Realized that game was too big. Already had a bunch of assets made, and they go, "We're (laughs) just going to make a a new game." And it became Link's
1: Awakening. Yeah. And so, but I mean, it looks really cool. the The art style looks really cool, and I mean, I'm 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 interested to play it. But for people like you know our our good friend uh, Owl Zero, that that like don't they don't know a whole lot about Zelda? I mean, what uh, you know? What can you tell us about? <laughs> what can you tell us about uh, this
2: game? Uh, not much because a <laughs> lot of it, a lot of the game. Uh, uh, a lot of the story of the game is told in the game. Like, there's not much. It's it's a it's an offshoot. Links in a in a You see like the waves at the beginning. Link, <laughs> Link, Links in an accident, and you're on this island and go. Like you know, and that's pretty much as much as the story you need to know. There's a, a wreck at sea. He comes up on this beach. You meet Marin, which is your your like side character through most of the game, and it's your top down. I mean, it's it's your classic Zelda game.
0: Now, is it too aggressive of a spoiler for me to say you're not in? Hyrule? No, no. Um, you're on an <laughs> island. What? Right, right.
2: You're on And I forget, I don't know how to pronounce it. I know there's some Ks and some Os, and it's like Koho Lit Island or something like that. It's meant to Co-ho be Koho hockey Yeah, yeah, that's hockey it. Stick. Yeah, hockey way down stick. in Kokomo. Um, And yeah, you're just, it, it's not a traditional one. You're not looking for the Triforce. You're looking for eight instruments, and it explains to you why you need those eight instruments mm. in the game. So it's it's literally, once I realized that this is. This game was like a panic to, oh, what we're going to do is not possible on the Game Boy. It made perfect sense how this new game got created. Yes, Grimlock, you your hands, your hand. right? Yeah, hands. I have
1: another question for the class. Um, why did I see Mario assets in this game?
0: I don't know why, but I know because in Link's Awakening, there's Chain Chomps and Goombas in the game. In the original? In the original.
2: Because oh. there's a guy that actually looks like Mario in the game, no, too. They- I thought that...
0: Yeah, that was back in when video games were in the Wild West. Yeah. And like Nintendo's like, oh, we already have these change jobs. Let's just throw them in this game. You can actually, you
2: know. you can actually get the change chomp too. Yeah. Cause that it can, f- walks around with you.
1: Oh, that's cool. Cause yeah. yeah, I mean, at first when I started watching, I was like, oh, it's a Zelda game. And then I started seeing these like Mario assets to the game. And this is one of the Zeldas that I have never tried. I've played like um, the Seasons and Ages. Or the Oracle, yeah. Um, but I never got to play this game. And so, um, this was uh, I was like, wait, is this kind of like a like a NES remix thing? Like, am, are we about to see like it transition partially through this trailer? Um, but we didn't. So then I was just kind of curious why they were there. But that that that's interesting.
0: I'm honestly surprised that they didn't upgrade those character designs to be something that wasn't as associated with uh, the Mushroom Kingdom.
1: But again, I, you're on a different island. You know, yeah, I guess to me though, if like you. Had them in the original. I kind of, I kind of appreciate that you decided to uh, use them again.
2: And I believe that the chain chomp's name is Bow Wow.
1: Yeah, it's a special chain chomp. Yeah, chain chomp. I was, I was someone's, I was someone's a, pet. Yeah, I read a, I saw an article that was supposed to explain to me why the Nintendo assets were there, and then I, I didn't get a chance to read it. So I figured I'd ask the pros, and there you go. Now, now I have some answers.
2: Yeah, and and you know, for all those who are considering, and it's really going to matter what price tag. I, I can't.
1: Five hundred bucks. I probably. can't
2: believe that they try to push this as a sixty dollars game because it wasn't even like sixty dollars new on Game Boy, right? You know, it's yeah, it's hard. But what to see happens
1: that- when they come out with a special edition Switch with the tunic green and maybe like a uh, like a I don't know, an ugly brown uh, Joy-Con, some cool uh, logo on the back? With a digital download of this game.
2: I mean, I'd buy a Zelda Switch. Like yeah. I'm just I'm I'm more into Zelda than I am into Pokemon or I'm into, into Mario. Yeah. And they just haven't pushed you a Zelda a day Switch. One buyer. Probably, yeah. Yeah. If I'm gonna buy a different Switch, it's gonna be you know, it would be something Zelda related, absolutely. Mm. Um But Link's Awakening is it's probably in my top three favorite Zelda games. Like it's it's that good. This is my childhood Zelda game because I was just a little bit too young to get into the original Zelda. I didn't beat that till I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this was my childhood Zelda game. Like, this is the one when I think of like, my Zelda humble beginnings. It's this game. And like, it was a lot of fun. And I remember the story. There's one song in the game that I think is probably my favorite Zelda song. Can you sing it for us? No. Okay. Because I want to see what it's like with, uh, <laughs> you know, what, what it sounds like in this game. You okay, know, that's I, fair.
0: I don't want to ruin it for you. I was just asking. I mean. Personally, I was disappointed by this announcement. Why? I feel the same way. Uh, you know, I and everyone else felt about you know the Wind Waker. I want Zelda to go super dark and super gritty. There's <laughs> but no you roo- didn't
2: like Twilight Princess because you didn't want to play as a dog, the darkest and grittiest Zelda game ever, where there's
0: literally like death and like hallucinations of schizophrenia in the game. There's no room for cuteness or fun in video games. <laughs> they need to be serious and they need to be gritty. And um, this game. I, I don't want to feel happiness while playing a video game, so pass.
1: That's why you played well, well, Escape Doodle Land.
0: Real good news, this game might have
2: a, a horribly depressing ending, so there's something to look forward to. Ooh, okay, I'm in. I can get <laughs> past this game. He's Luganis. back in. He's no, back I, in.
0: Obviously, obviously, I'm just joking around. It, I think it looks I, – I love the art style of it. I'm, I'm very excited because I'm, I've actually never played it. Okay, you're with So with me. we had that discussion yesterday where like I was about to cash ba- up. Okay. baxy was on eBay like, yeah, we we buy you one. And, you know, I'm like, Well pump pump the brakes, guys. I'll, I'll just play the remake when it comes out.
1: Yeah, it comes out like soon, right?
2: It says it just said twenty nineteen. But
0: it, it had twenty nineteen in
2: like the cool Breath of the Wild style font. And I'm, I'm I like that. I'm lot. really okay with Nintendo getting behind like the Sheikah font as like Zelda's official new font for the foreseeable generation. Like yeah. I really dug the twenty nineteen and in, in the Zelda font. It looked really good. They did. So if this comes bundled with like a top down Breath of the Wild, you know, like we, that was rumored, you know, I'll be into that too. I gotta imagine this game comes out at forty bucks and they add a Switch only temple or something to give it a little bit longer. You know, a little bit of a longer like gameplay. Um, I'm I'm am hoping around forty bucks.
1: Yeah, I, I I hope no more than that for sure. I'm I'm
0: thinking it'll be a full sixty dollars title. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mario Deluxe was a full sixty dollars game, and no one thought that was gonna be a sixty. But that game. was was, was, that, was that
2: that was the one that was the Wii, the Wii U one. Yeah. Okay. It's a Wii U upgrade. This is a Game Boy <laughs> game. With an, oh, wow, with an average time to beat of 15 hours. That's a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I was about to be like, it's only a six-hour game. Like, okay, well, it's,
0: I guess it's a 15-hour game. Yeah, 15 hours for you, probably nine years for me. It's fine. Yeah.
1: you right. All right. Topic number two, Hollow Knight sequel announced for the PC and Nintendo Switch. So everyone, I think, got a little shocked here when this when this news dropped because we weren't expecting a Hollow Knight sequel. We have been waiting and waiting uh, for the developer to announce the DLC that they had been talking about. And this sequel is the DLC. Uh, the DLC that that they were originally making, but it became too big to simply be DLC. Is there, is there reasoning behind, instead of DLC price point, you're going to buy a whole other game now. And so... First, a whole another
0: $20 game. True. Right? Though, so it's like not crazy at all.
1: I mean, first of all, I paid way more than that for your Christmas gift, so you're wrong. Yeah, but it has that dope plush. <laughs> it does, I know. It was, the, it was the special edition. So anyways, Hollow Knight, which uh, is a, a really cool Metroidvania game, and the art style is one of my favorites. I mean, like, it... it reminds me a lot of why i like so much about ori is just the uh the atmosphere the the art and just the music it is really well done and so i um i get this shared to me by um fox mccloud server because he's freaking out about you know oh my god look at this and i'm like looking at it and i'm like oh this is that DLC. Is like, yeah, but they turned it into a game, and then I real, and that's when you get to see um, that you're playing as the um, character Hornet which is a character that you run into in the first game and actually having to battle. and then Pretty early on. Yeah, pretty early on. First couple hours. Yep, and so... a
0: boss fight, and a I, really fun boss yeah, fight. Yeah,
1: and I really liked her look and her, and her um, you know, I mean, you don't get to play as her in the first game, but, like, her style. So when I started to watch this trailer and see, like, the mechanics, I was like, oh, man, I'm really excited for this now. So, um, and, and the whole thing about her is she's... Acrobatic, right? Like that's her big thing, and they they call you know they put it in their lethal acrobatic action, and then they show you they show you all that happening uh, in the trailer. But the interesting thing that's missing about this is no Xbox One and no PS4 announcement as of now. Right now, we are looking at this at on the Switch and the PC, so did somehow nintendo get an exclusive here and from you know for the for the platform uh, war or or are we just you know, we're going to get that information later. I don't know.
2: I wonder if this is the first time we're seeing, like, you know, a lot of in, uh, developers have come out and said, like, oh, our game sold five to one on Nintendo Switch versus all other platforms. Yeah. And, and we've heard that before. Our Switch, you know, we've sold twice as much on Switch since launch than we have, you know, in the last two weeks than we have since launch of every other system. Is this the first time we're seeing a developer say, like, okay, Switch, you obviously have a very indie hungry, customer base, we're going to give it to you first because Hollow Knight sales blew everybody else out of the water. Like, Is this the first time maybe a dev just like obviously a dev would want to put it out on as many platforms as they can as soon as possible when you're trying to make every dollar you can make, but is this maybe Nintendo finally has some negotiating power? Like, look how well your game sold on our platform in a shorter amount of time than it did everywhere else. Come to us first.
1: I think Hollow Knight probably has, like, they are that example. I think Hollow Knight was, had been on Steam for years almost, and I remember really wanting to try it, but I was like, yeah, I'll wait, and then like, I didn't play it until I played it until it came out on the Switch, and that was your thing, too. You really wanted it, but you were waiting. And it, it went on sale on Steam. I was like, I know I'm never going to play a platformer like that on my computer,
0: right. and it, they they showed it off within the first three months the Switch was out, and then we waited another, basically, year and a half to then actually have it available and you know it just seems like the the metroidvania genre is thriving so much on nintendo it's not, you know like you said it's not crazy to think that the numbers have been so good that that isn't a, a wise enough move for them to make if they're going to give exclusivity and build a relationship with a, you know with a company and my my question grim might know cuz we just talked about the special edition was there a playstation special edition or was it, around the holidays, only a Switch? Switch. Yeah. So they released a physical special edition with the plush toy. Well, they, they, it was a download code with the plush toy, but that was only on Switch. So clearly, it's a game that's having success there. And since it's been out, mentally, that's what I've thought of it as, as a Switch game. Yeah. I don't think we know anyone that's played it on, like, PC or PlayStation or anything.
1: Not Yeah, not off the top of my head. I mean, the, the, game, I mean, the game is, like, that's the th- cool thing about this game is that it's... The art art design is simplistic but beautiful. Yeah. So like you don't need an Xbox One X to really mm-hmm. realize how great this game is. You know where I feel like Ori and all the weird light lighting yeah. effects, the the that and just uh, particle effects that you get. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I, the Switch would have a hard time displaying that. Mm-hmm. But this game, I, you could play it on. On the Switch and, and enjoy it just as much as anywhere
0: else. So one of the things we don't talk about a lot with Hollow Knight, you know, the first thing is like the the visual style is really uh, eye catching. The audio design is really good in this mm-hmm. game. Yeah, like the the way the sound comes in and out, the sound effects create atmosphere. It works really really well with the art style, with the gameplay, and. I, I like the game a lot. So yeah, and this, I'm game, to play this, too. this game
1: with all the, in the short trailer that we saw, the new enemies, some of the new bosses, even just the transport creatures that yeah. take you from point A to point B, I was, all of it looked great. And I was like, oh man, I, I can't wait. So pretty cool news. Um, our last topic of the show. You forgot topic three. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Topic three. Deadite is a bitch. Yeah, you know me. Yeah. Wait, IG- what? IGN's reporting it. That, was, weird. that was the Patreon. Wait, IGN? IGN, Polygon, and uh, weird um, the, the, P- PSN Europe. I don't know why. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, Sean. Yeah. The, the only,
0: the only. Reggie one, said it too. The only one of those websites that would have any sort of scoop is definitely PlayStation Europe. Like, they, they know I'm a bitch.
1: Oh, or, this this just in uh, Nintendo Power says, uh, bitch is deadite. Ooh, that one hurt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I just got a text
2: message from Reggie. <laughs> True.
1: Oh, no. just a true. Oh, nice. now, how you? I don't know how he's listening live. Topic number four. <laughs> just killing the small fry over here. Uh, our last our last news <laughs> topic. A uh, report came out today that a, um, a resurrection of Scalebound is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Scalebound. If you forgot what Scalebound was, uh. it was an Xbox One exclusive that... Um, Got canceled by Microsoft, but don't worry, Microsoft's not bringing it back. The rumors are it's going to be a Nintendo Switch exclusive. Yeah. What? What? I say, ta- woo!
0: I take back my cackling. <laughs>
1: So uh, <laughs> announced back in 2014 at E3 when they showed off the concept of this this adventure game that was going to be a drop-in with your friends if you want and play multiplayer through it. Uh, each person has a character, um, but also a dragon, and this dragon was going to be customizable. You are going to be able to loot and and grind for loot and be able to kind of build out your dragon different colors, different armor, different things like that. And The concept sounded really cool and the hype built real quick for it and then we heard nothing about it the following year and then in 2017 or 2016 it showed back up at E3 and that's when I think Deadite and I looked at, at the trailer and we were like, oh... This game looks really bad. I mean, like, what the hell happened to, to Scalebound? And shortly after that, Microsoft pulled the plug. Now, this was a Platinum Games, which we just, get, we, which we just got done. Test just got done saying they're underrated and all this stuff. And um, it's a Platinum Games game, and we weren't sure where the IP was going to um, land, right? So we were like, well, does Microsoft own the IP, or does Platinum Games own it? And it turns out Microsoft actually tried to renew the IP and got rejected. It initially got approved and then quickly got rejected when Microsoft could not answer whether or not they would be using the name in the foreseeable future. So it just like they were trying to lock it down and hold on to it, which I thought you could do, but for some reason they they got to- they got rejected for it. And so that freed up this project to be Explored in other ways. Um, I know that you you have not been a fan of this uh, game, but did you like? They talk about scaling it back for the Switch and trying to make it make it more. You know, like because I mean, the stuff that we saw probably not a good idea to try to force that on the Switch because it's going to look like days. You know, Dead by Daylight. Whoa, it's going to it's going (laughs) to run like Ark. It's going to run run like yeah yeah exactly. So. What do you think though? Nintendo and Platinum Games taking a concept and we don't know, like, they could be starting from scratch and just using the name. Like, we don't know if they're pulling assets. We don't know what they're doing with it. It's, there's A lot of this is just kind of happening because of some rumors and some talks on a couple pod, other podcasts. But if you took Nintendo and you took Platinum Games and you said you were going to try to make a dragging game for the Nintendo Switch... If it wasn't called Scalebound, wouldn't that slightly have your attention? Yeah, it would.
0: And so when when Scalebound was first announced, it was definitely an enticing concept. And again, that last footage we saw, saw, I was like, this looks like a mess. It looked like it was trying to be too edgy and cool and over the top, and which admittedly, a lot of platinum games are over the top. But I just remember looking at this go hard pass, not going to do it. And the thought of this, you know, being retooled for the Switch is at least interesting because, honestly, I find anything coming to the Switch more interesting because of the way I can use my time to play handheld. And, you know, if it's a co-op game, we can play on our lunch breaks and work like any game stock gets raised when it's on the Nintendo Switch as long as it's a functional running game. What... This actually says to me and this this will deviate us a little bit off the subject of speaking specifically about what scalebound could become is this is indicative of the health of Nintendo Switch what has been the biggest problem for Nintendo for 15 years or more third party support and what is this this is a third party that's building a great relationship with Nintendo going all in, saying, okay, well, we have this IP on the side. Hey, can we rework that for you guys? Because Microsoft shut us down, so you'll give us the shot? Great. And that's Nintendo continuing to establish that and bring out games that appeal more to a hardcore audience. What has been a complaint about Nintendo for 25 years now is that they don't have enough games for the hardcore gamer, the hardcore audience, and other systems skew more towards adults. Well, realistically, scale bound. Is a game that would appeal towards hardcore players, as we saw in its last state. So they're they're adding another title that continues to show that the Switch is definitely trending in that way over other Nintendo systems of past.
1: It's also intriguing because if you if you do take this game and say it's going to be that that Dragon Adventure game that is a a looting you know a grinding loot game, mm-hmm. uh, then it, it's something that the Switch maybe doesn't have. A ton of with with this with this aspect of like you don't have a destiny you don't have a division you don't have an anthem right all these new games that that well destiny not new but the other two new uh, coming to your to the competitors but could you bring something like this out where when you think of the other mechanic of multiplayer drop in with your dragon help a buddy out drop out type deal with the switch again sitting down at a lunch table and saying yeah cool let's jump in and run this mission. You know, it kind of reminds you of uh, what something like Monster Hunter World could be like on the Switch, and so that part of it to me excites me because just because it's the Switch. And yeah, I liked the IP and I liked the initial concept, and everything after that seemed like th- there was no real direction for this game, and it, it got it just unfortunately got way out of hand and got canceled. But to see a second life, if I had to pick anywhere for it to potentially have a shot, this is probably the the best location for it. And I like Platinum Games teaming up with Nintendo. We've seen Bayonetta, of course. Uh, we're getting Bayonetta 3. They did Bayonetta 2, which they credited the Nintendo being the only reason that game even happened. Um, we've seen Star Fox Zero, which was also Platinum Games involved. Maybe not everyone's favorite Star Fox game, but still um, a lot of trust in giving them an IP like that. And I know I joke about it, but Wonderful 101 was also involved platinum games was involved in and it had a lot of cool concepts again which seems to be the thing that platinum games comes comes around with is that they try to find unique mechanics that it's not just another like Scalebound maybe won't be just another looter Mm -hmm. maybe it will be special because of who's behind it
0: and it's interesting because you know the a lot of the titles you just listed off you know about Nintendo's relationship that they've be, been building since Bayonetta 2 with Platinum Games. All, you know, they ported the Bayonetta games over. They have some experience with taking something and making it work on the Switch, too. You know, and yep. test you, you played through both Bayonetta games on Switch. How'd they run? I think they ran great. You know, I was I
2: was fortunate enough, yeah, depending on how you look at it, I never I didn't play either game on the Wii and the Wii U, right? Because Bayonetta 2 it was, was Wii U. was PS3 and Wii U. Oh, yeah, Bayonetta 1 was not...
1: Bayonetta, I mean, Bayonetta 1 was, was PS3, yeah. Right, and then and
2: they eventually went to Xbox. I'm pretty sure there's a 360 yeah. version of Bayonetta yeah. that I, I saw at there the local be. disc trader store. Yep. But uh, yeah, Bayonetta 1 never being a Nintendo, like, ran fine. Like, ran fine, I and it was a little bit more difficult than Bayonetta 2. You could tell, to your point about Nintendo not making hard games, you could tell that Bayonetta 2 was easier than... The Bayonetta 1 that wasn't originally on a Nintendo system, um, but they both ran fine. I, I couldn't have told you besides from some graphical kind of things that these games weren't designed for Switch, and I think that's your hope with any port that you say this game was designed for Switch because it ran like you think it should.
1: Yeah, and I kind of hope that, you know, um, Scalebound, if they really are working on it heavily, when you consider that Bayonetta 3 has been announced in development, we just saw the trailer for Astral Chain um, by them as well. So now you're talking. There's three major projects that you're working on, all for Nintendo. And Platinum Games also make stuff for you know, like Transformers: Devastation, like I've talked about. Um, they they make games for other co- uh, other platforms. So, I mean, for me, three major titles. I can't like. I hope this leak didn't happen when there was like oh we're not gonna really be ready to announce anything about this for years or maybe it's that apex legends thing where it's just been this little side project they've been tweaking and they're about to release some you know some scale bound the free dragon battle royale i I don't know right i could see it being an e3 thing you know like uh Something that,
0: you know, the name Scalebone's out there. Video game fans know it. Yeah. And I think maybe more so than in a January direct, maybe the June announcement at E3, it would be the time for that to be something that's made public because you have the attention of the gaming world outside of Nintendo in June as well, opposed to really with the pop-up Nintendo Directs that happen throughout the year, you have Nintendo fans you know, with your ear mm-hmm. to the wind for those. Right. But if they were to make some sort of announcement around E3, it would grab the attention of those Xbox fans that didn't get the
1: opportunity to play that. Yeah. All right, well, that was our attack on the news. For these topics and much more, visit GameZillaMedia.com and continue the conversation in our Discord. If current gaming is not your thing, we've got you covered. The Legend of Retro is our podcast focusing on all things retro. Uh, From retro relapse where they play games and talk about specific things to to teaching you facts about games that you never knew. Maybe you think you know everything about Mario 3. These guys will be the ones to teach you something new. Tune into Legend of Retro every Thursday... And um, you know, get your get your old school gaming fix.
2: And if you are a big gaming person, but you're also a big story driven gaming person, let me tell you about Noobs and Dragons, which comes out every Wednesday, where you have three of the members of our Gamezilla Media Universe getting tortured through their first ever Dungeons and Dun- Dungeons and Dragons campaign by the evil Dungeon Master Craig WK. Noobs and Dragons, a fun Dun- Dungeons and Dragons podcast.
0: Listen, we're GameZilla Media, we're all about the video games, we also have members of our team that are all about movies, and we have two awesome movie podcasts that we feature at GameZillaMedia.com, and all the great places you can listen to GameZilla, Uh, we have the Last Action Podcast, that's it, Action Movies, it's badass, full throttle, for the entire time, kick-ass movies, the Last Action Podcast, and then... Movie Blast podcast, Movie ba- Blast with Bob and Bax. The, it, it is what the name says. It's a movie blast. They, they get you 20, 30 minutes. They talk about the movies. They talk about the actors. They give you a synopsis. They talk about uh, different uh, reviews of the movie. Some of them are, they check out Amazon reviews. Oh, nice. Or, you know, which is really funny to someone, you know, some of the comments you'll leave. It, it, you'll have a laugh. You'll learn some stuff about the movie and, uh, you know. 20 30 minutes it's a nice quick one it's great it comes out Fridays everywhere you can listen to games that love podcasts.
1: And then the last thing around here we have a ton of fans for one of the greatest cartoons and some of people here might say the greatest cartoon of all time, The The Simpsons. We have the Noiseland Arcade, a podcast that travels through every episode of The Simpsons talking about the episode, about what was going on in the real world during that time, and just wrapping it all together in a fun podcast. If you are a Simpsons fan, you will not want to miss it. All right. Now it's time to get into the Zilla Update. Yeah. Get that update track rolling. Ah, Up, well will uh, We'll start it off with uh, Testonomics.
2: As we know, last week I revealed that I had purchased a Microsoft Xbox Switch, One S. A
1: Microsoft Xbox Correct. Switch.
2: Correct. The, the micro, Microsoft and Nintendo's relationships are going <laughs> phenomenally. <laughs> but they've cross-branded the console. It's pretty much just got green Joy-Con and uh, has Xbox Live. So. Yeah. yeah. What I did is, and I'm not used to it because I'm so used to, you know, having pretty much Nintendo as my primary console, is seeing big games at a cheap price, right? I'm, I'm, I'm so used to, you know, Breath of the Wild maybe went on sale for $42 once ever, and that was a huge deal digitally, right? So I've gone a little bit crazy in the Xbox, or the Xbox Store, right, the Microsoft Store for digital games. I've purchased. Oh, God, what have I purchased? I I just bought The Witcher 3. Um, I bought Star Wars Battlefront 2 and Titanfall 2, I think I talked about last week. So I've got a lot of stuff to play when I'm ready to play it. But then I saw another game just this last week that was a a $60 title with its season pass and all the bells and whistles down to $30. I'm like, I can spend $30 on this game. I'll get a lot of fun out of it. I booted up the game, and I had a much more enjoyable experience than I thought I was going to to the point where I I had someone on this podcast come over, didn't want to play the game Absolutely not but still sat and watched and admitted that it wasn't the worst thing he's ever seen and that's because I purchased WWE 2K19 uh, on the Xbox One. You don't get the
0: music anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I purchased 2K19. And you know, I'm not gonna get into it because the game's you know already six months old or whatever. Uh but it's for a wrestling game, which is a good, you know, pretense for any of these conversations because they're normally just buggy disasters for a wrestling game. I don't know if I've had one that's actually felt like a put-together product to this degree and probably maybe since like 2K12 or whatever, uh, was it SmackDown vs. Raw 2012 or 2013? I don't know when 2K took over. Um, The... Thirteen, the year 2013. Okay, so since, I guess, so I've never seen one by 2K that specifically has been put together, under the 2K branding that has been um, put together like this. So, I, I, I was talking to Dede, I'm not going to get into all the minutia, there's a lot of create this and do that, and, and do, I'm just going to pick up and play a couple wrestling matches and bash some people over the head with steel chairs, but... I originally purchased it for the gimmick because it was $30 and I could buy this taboo game and talk to Deadite about it but it actually ended up being mildly enjoyable
1: Nice, Deadite
0: I stopped being friends with Tess this week
1: It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: the best gaming moment ever
0: <laughs> uh, So on Friday my wife asked me if I would go with her over to her parents house for dinner and they were making steak, and I was like, "Yes, I will do that." And I knew that that sometimes, you know, when I when I head up, end up over at my in-laws, there's there's some downtime. Elle told me she was going to be cutting her dad's hair. And so I knew I was gonna have you know 15, 20 minutes while she's doing the haircut to essentially just kill. And I didn't, I didn't want to sit over there and you know just be on my phone. You know, I just wasn't interested in doing the whole social media thing. I threw my Game Boy Advance SP in my in my flannel shirt pocket. Nice, nice and easy travel light with it. And I took with me a game from my childhood that I never owned as a child. My friends, a couple houses down, had it. Johnny Mosley downhill skiing. Uh, well, I would have had too thrilling of a time. <laughs> It would have been too too extreme one of your two copies of tarzan no not one of my two copies of tarzan i took with me i purchased it i believe uh near tests parents house Ooh, when, I a, when i went to the uh, east side when i went to the east side of michigan with test of uh of the metro detroit area i took with me donkey kong for the game boy yeah where the first couple levels play like classic Donkey Kong, and then it works into what eventually became the Mario versus Donkey Kong series, where it's sort of a puzzle platformer with an arcade feel. And, you know, I played it a ton at my friend's house when I was a kid. I bought a copy for 10 bucks, what was that, four months ago or whatever? And, I was really concerned that's all I was going to do this weekend like I didn't want to go anywhere (laughs) I didn't want to do anything I just wanted to play that because the nostalgia was so good and the game to me seems grossly underrated because it's a Game Boy game it's a you know like a lot of like we were just talking about Link's Awakening a ton you've never played it Grim I've never played it why because it's a Game Boy game if that game was released on Super Nintendo both of us would have Somehow, you know, made time to play it. Yep. It's the same thing with this version of Donkey Kong. Because it's just called Donkey Kong. Everyone sort of breezes over, thinking it's just a port of, you know, basic standard Donkey Kong, and it's so much more as a game. So just having that nostalgia of playing that game, and honestly, it a lot of times you go back and play Game Boy games, they play like garbage now. And it's honestly like, Grim and I are both retro guys for sure. We have NES collections. There's sometimes you sit down and play this. And it goes, man, these. You just don't play well at all yeah, anymore.
1: They're, yeah, they're not they're not fun
0: anymore. Well, this game plays great. It's still super fun. It's still it still looks good because it's it was one of the first games to kind of have a color palette and had a custom uh, border for the Super Game Boy. So it looks good. It plays really good and Man, I just had a blast with it. It's available on 3DS for like four dollars or something. So if if you've never played it and you're enticed by what I'm saying, download it. It's a it's a super fun game. It's totally worth four or five bucks on the 3DS eShop, and
1: it's awesome. It's just Donkey Kong for the Game Boy. Nice. I have I got two uh, things I want to talk about. My first one, just wanted to say that my uh, streaming on Facebook has been. It's been a lot of fun. I've uh, I've had a lot of people come through and I just wanted to say thank you to all of them. And I, I had the night happen where I went live and something happened where we were having a good round. It got super late into the round of Apex Legends and I look over, and I have 70 people watching me, and I'm like, uh, hey guys, what's going on? And as we got deeper into the match, there was like three groups left, I had uh, up to 115 people watching me, and it was super cool, we had a lot of questions, a lot of conversations going on, and, and um, it was, it was a great time and I think I had fun uh, the people I was playing with had fun but it led to some frustrating losses though and where we lost second place third place second place and we're just like man we cannot get this win and I started talking to um, Jazzy and I'm like hey man you know we just got to we got to stop doing stupid stuff at the end of the game there's just been some decisions here that really cost us the game and he goes let's practice tomorrow I'm like okay I'm down we can let's, let's try some strategies come up with some ideas and we'll run them. tomorrow comes we start off and we win three in a row like first match win second match win third match rando drops out win and so three in a row which uh there's a there's a trophy for two in a row and, we, and then the third round was like, I don't even know what's going on at this point. But I recorded it all, had a really good time, and I think we really are finding our groove in Apex Legends to the point where every time we drop in, it's the first Battle Royale where every time I drop in, I go, we're going to win this round. And the, the confidence I think is something that maybe we haven't had in Blackout from Call of Duty or Fortnite or whatever but this game really is just in, it's our style of game mixed with Battle Royale we're having a lot of fun playing uh, bringing in people for their first time like uh, like Ecto or Miggy and Sean Flack and all these people coming in and having a, having a lot of fun teaching them the game to then, you know, trying to uh, grind out wins and and, and Act like pros or whatever we want to be, but yeah, Apex Legends having a blast with that.
2: I mean, we just pros now. Now I was watching you when you did. Would you cap out at one ten? It's like one ten or one fifteen. Like and I think, and I was trying to navigate real quick because this happened to me. Legitimately getting botted right on, on Twitch, oh, which, yeah, which yeah. happens on Twitch. Doesn't yeah. happen on Facebook. You need a Facebook account right. to be able to do it on Facebook. I think. Facebook has some sort of an algorithm on their gaming page where it can find the end of the game. Yeah. Because like you just kept ramping up and yes. ramping up and I'm like, I'm watching it you're like, oh, oh shit, we got 60 people in here. <laughs> and then by the time that sentence was over, you're 84. Yeah. Oh, okay, well. And uh, then it would dip then, off. And then you're like, uh, uh, Jazzy, just so you know, we've got a hundred people watching <laughs> us right now That's like, oh shit, we're getting pitched. It's like, <laughs> man.
1: <laughs> Dude, that was so rough when we broke triple digits and we, we got down to us and one other squad and and we just choked horribly and looked terrible in that last battle. I was like, "Man,
2: now you know how I feel when it happened to be on DB Fighters and I won one out of sixty matches <laughs> that night." Right. As I'm like, "I don't know anything about Dragon Ball. Don't pay attention to me."
1: Yeah, so that was rough. That was, was really cool to watch, though. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun, and we had a lot of people coming in asking questions and stuff too. So the the interaction was really cool. Something that I haven't had a ton of uh, in my streaming short streaming career. So uh, my second piece would be happened at lunchtime today is I've been hearing, you know, back to battle Royale. I've been hearing everybody in the community talk about Tetris 99. And so I'm like, I, my switch had been dead all week. Cause I, I, I trained, I was training from home last week when this got announced and I hadn't, and I didn't even touch my switch to the point where I usually plug it in at my desk every day to charge it. It was, it died. It died. I, uh, and I never got back to it So today I charge my switch up just enough where I can download Twi- uh, Tetris 99 and I fire up my first match and I go and I'm like I have no idea how this is uh, how this is gonna work but but let's let's just jump in. And I, I think it's really cool the design on the Switch where, like, you see all the squares on the side of... Uh, you know, you're looking at your Tetris screen, but on the side there's all these squares of people loading in, and there's, you know, 99 people and you or whatever. And so I start playing, and I, I'm playing terrible to the point where I get to the last line before I'm, before I'm about to tap out real quick because a couple mistakes I made, just trying to figure out the, the button layout, which, I mean, it's Tetris, right? But still, I'm trying to figure out The button layout on the on the switch for this game, and one line from knockout, and somehow I turn it around and clear my board, and I'm like, okay, all right, I'm back in this, and that's when I like I get the like I love Tetris, so I'm like I'm in this, and the Tetris music's going, and I'm just just. Dropping people left and right, KO, KO. I'm like, oh, this is sweet. And you see him like just die. Like you, 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 you want to look off the screen, but then the game gets going so fast that you're like, okay, someone else just fell out. Someone else fell out, and I landed around like top twenty. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a great run, but I instantly go. Oh man, I'm gonna play a ton of this game. Like this is great. It's free, and this is great. I love Tetris, and it just it adds that extra layer of like, yeah, I remember playing Tetris against friends or whatever, and and dropping blocks on each other. But this is like on a whole nother level.
2: So I, I know we were, you were gonna talk about this later, so we didn't cover it earlier today. Yeah, I haven't booted it up yet. I downloaded it, but then I went and played the Demon X Machina demo instead because I didn't know if that was gonna be time. Restricted or anything, right? So, and I can't stop playing Assassin's Creed. Um, do you get to target who you drop blocks on, or does it automatically just target maybe whoever's doing the best? Like, do we know how blocks get dropped?
1: Yeah. So I played the one match, so I'm not 100% an expert on it, but I can tell you that I didn't feel like I was targeting anybody. It was just, it just would I would see the type of combo that I was sending off towards somebody, but as far as where it was going, I did didn't um. You know, I guess to me, maybe if I was looking, I could ma- maybe their boards show, and if I like, like tried to like wait to make my move, because maybe it like selects different boards like as it. uh or
2: like the next dump's gonna be on this one. Right. And you're like, I don't need to dump this one. It's like, oh, like oh, it's this could one. I, you yeah. drop that. Could yeah, I stretch yeah, my move yeah. out
1: instead of dropping it instantly? Could I? Could I wait it out a little bit and try to, you know, snipe somebody else? I don't know, but um, I couldn't personally target somebody. No. Okay.
0: Yeah, I've, I've played also one or two rounds, same as Grimm, so you're so locked into the game you're playing, I have no idea if I could choose right. or paid any attention. <laughs> I was so locked into just trying to stay alive, and I, did, I was in the, I hit like 25 or something yeah. for my first round, so... Um, you know, going off Tetris 99, we have a couple emails uh, in from a couple of our friends this week, a couple of our fans, and they have some questions around Tetris 99. So, I hope you guys are ready to answer. So, we have some questions coming in from Blue Falcon. So, first question With the initial popularity of Tetris 99, do you expect to see a surge in quick to play puzzle, quote, battle royale type games? From video game developers, uh, mobile game companies, or will it just be a one-off thing?
1: You know, I mean, it's so early on Tetris 99, but the the hype is does seem to be quite large for this game. That could you see games like I don't know Marvel Puzzle Fighter, Candy Crush, things like that? Where I'm not saying a whole new game, but even just a mode where where you could do something like this, uh, maybe. I Pollo mean, Royale. Yeah, like I, I guess to me, I look at it, it's like I bought Tetris. What, what was it? Poyo Poyo Tetris, mm-hmm. and I was getting, I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna get this Tetris game, and I knew very little about Poyo Poyo, but and it was fun when I played it. But th- this, I'll play way, I'll play more Tetris 99 than I've ever played Poyo Poyo Tetris. So, wh- as a puzzle maker, you know, um, a puzzle game maker, I could see them looking at this and saying, "Oh, wow, this is a new." avenue for our game a, a, a game that we already have the mechanics built that we already have the game itself built we just need to change how you compete against each other yeah I mean I could see this replicated it's, it's I think it'd be easy enough to replicate it Dr. Mario pandemic Mm-mm, there you go already named it man you might want to you might want to lock that name down trademarks games of the media
0: <laughs> I don't think I could trademark Dr. Mario <laughs> so unfortunately that one's gonna be a tough one to sell in the court of law <laughs> Uh, so he has a, another question that is in the vein of uh, being around battle royales uh, his second question do you see epic games trying to bring in an unreal tournament battle royale to combat losses from apex legends uh, that you know for people that don't like the building aspect of fortnite
1: So, I mean, Apex Legends, we talked about it last week, is kind of stealing the spotlight right now. And longevity, we still don't know. Uh, It's really going to come down to how they handle their seasons and and keep keep feeding the fan base that they have.
2: It was the first game to, I think it was, to top Fortnite for five days in a row on Twitch since, like,
1: Fortnite
2: became that number one.
1: Yeah. So, no, I mean, let's not get wrong. It's done some amazing stuff already. I just want to see it's... It's longevity um, based off of right now you already have fan base complaining like everything in the store is $11 to $18 for a skin like it's it's really aggressive so this battle pass that's coming out hopefully it's it's a lot and it's an easy, you know, low low buy-in, low price point, and a lot of cosmetics that you can earn because I don't want a 20-level battle pass. I want a 100-level battle pass with 100 items I get to unlock for 10 bucks. Like, that's what I want. And that's what I get when I go play Fortnite, you know, um, or even Blackout. Call of Duty's done a, done a good job with it. So... Unreal Tournament a uh, game that means nothing anymore to to the current to the younger crowd has there been a game since the original Xbox era in That's, the Unreal uh, there might have been but again nothing ma- nothing like super re- yeah. relevant right and so um a game that at one point i would say i don't i would pretty much say dominated uh shooters uh for a while there at least on the pc side you know if you wanted to Rejuvenate that IP. This that would be the way to do it. Um, do I think they're going to do it just just in fear of Apex? Like, I don't know if they have they have so many people working on Fortnite, focusing on Fortnite. Fortnite, you know, has a lot riding for it. I I don't like if they have that side side team to work on this. That's the thing about respawn. Respawn pulled this out of their ass. I mean, that's the crazy part, right? Like, this was a side project. This was a joke at one point. If you read the articles, this was a joke. That they were just messing around with in respawn, and then they started having a lot of fun with it, and they started taking it more seriously. And I mean, this all happened while they were still making Star Wars Jedi Fallen or whatever uh, they're they're working on currently. And I mean, t- could you could you try? Yeah, I mean, would I would I personally care? I think you almost would be better if you wanted to try to come out with a secondary battle royale. Within your IP list, to not call it Unreal Champion because I don't think that IP really means anything to anyone anymore.
0: That brand's not going to mean anything to a twelve-year-old kid. That's the problem. Who started on PlayStation Four, probably the first system he's had, you know, since he was nine or whatever. Yeah. Like the kid's not going to care about anything called Team Fortress. I think it's
1: also an example of why they called it Apex. Like they called it Apex Legends, and that's better than them calling it battle royale titanfall mm-hmm. like i think that would have been an instant turnoff because people have you know like yes some people like titanfall but some people already have given up on that franchise and instead they made they called it apex legends you found out it was part of the titanfall universe and then the titanfall 2 player counts t- t- uh quadrupled maybe even more than that at this point but people are going back to titanfall 2 because of how much they liked apex legends so there's an example of just a new IP and doing it right.
2: I mean, the only reason that I even bought the game, it was $4.50 on the store for the super deluxe edition for Titanfall yeah. 2, but the only reason I even bought it is cuz I'm like I really like the slide mechanic and the stuff that I feel in Apex Legends. I could play a 6-hour story mode mm-hmm. with these mechanics for 4 bucks. Yeah. Sign me up.
1: Yep. So, I personally would stay away from Unreal Championship. I don't think I don't think it's an IP that you need to worry about bringing back.
0: All right, we have one more question. It is around Tetris 99. And it's from our boy Fox McLeod Server. All right, the battle royal, the battle royale craze continues with Apex Legends and Tetris 99. Wait, what? A Tetris battle royale? I've heard that it's fun, uh, which I don't doubt because it's Tetris and it's still one of the best games ever made. But I still can't stop laughing about it. When will the madness end? Pac-Man, Ninety Nine, Dig Dug, Battlegrounds. Uh, question: Which <laughs> classic arcade game uh, do you think will be turned into a
1: battle royale, and how? Pff, easy answer: Joust. That was my idea. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Joust. It's the original. Just it's the original uh, map. Just with a hundred. Hundred joust people on it. It's just complete chaos until it trickles down to just being two left, and then you know you get to, you get to duke it out. Like I think it'd be funny. Like if you think about a screen that's just a hundred, for a hundred. It's just, yeah, it's of just, them just chaos, and then finally, like you know, there's so there's definitely obviously some major luck at the beginning, and then as it trickles down, you can start having trying to play some strategy, and then see if you can just be the last one standing.
0: Yeah, but joust sucks, man. That game's not fun at all.
1: And I think like I think he joked <laughs> he jokes about it, but pe- like you could easily make like they've they've tried so many different versions of pac-man you could totally make a battle royale pac-man yeah i i, I and that would be one that like i could see a dave and busters w- that like sync to the like you could have i don't know let's just say 10 stations at, at dave and busters mm-hmm. but then it also connects online to other dave and busters and they all sync up and you get to play and see who's uh who's the best or something like that but.
0: copyright games of
1: the media 2019 <laughs> if we say it it counts it's it's been copywritten I know a lawyer do you have one that I that you would uh, like to see uh, retro Classic,
0: I, I could see like Arkanoid, like a brick break game, mm, okay. Where it's again, it's not at all different from the way Tetris drops more bricks on you. You can, you know, drop other panels or you know, bricks to for people to break through. I could see that being something that would be really easy to do from an arcade era. I'm trying to think of a you know, another one like you think of like other famous, like, like. Galaga no I really couldn't see a, a game like that that's more of a single player experience like you couldn't do original Donkey Kong I don't think you could do Burger Time like there has to be there has to be something more than what you would do on like one board and I know Pac-Man has done a good job Namco's done a good job evolving that game like you know like you said you could see it going that way um, but I don't know I can't think of another one off the top of my head that I could just be like oh that'd be really cool
1: Yeah, I can't think, I mean, Pac-Man's an easy one, and I think, like, the reason why I bring up Dave and Buster's or arcade setting would be, it would be massive. I would like, I'd want the, I'd want the play, like, the actual screen to just be this gigantic screen that you sat down and, and, you know, um, each person had their username above them, um, You know, you could it be depending on how you could do it. You could even have like um, their location, right? If it was if they did sync to other Dave and Busters, you'd be like this guy's sitting at a Dave and Busters in North Carolina. I'm sitting in Michigan. You know, um, and we're the last two standing. But and then I think as people drop out, the map could you know the map would shrink, right? Just like a battle royale, but but in a Pac Man stage, which I think could be really cool. Yeah. Um, and then just randomly generate the power pellets to give. The different players' uh, upper hand, just like um, in Apex Legends, you have the loot that drops from the sky. Um, well, not just in Apex Legends, but many, many of the games' supply drops.
0: What? What if it were? Fifty ghost, fifty Pac-Man. So I was thinking like a left for dead style. Oh almost, yeah, you could you do know. that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one one team would win or something like yeah, that. So maybe that, it wouldn't that's be fifty. Like Fortnite maybe you do those. maybe you do like forty, you know, twenty ghosts, twenty Pac Man, or, or just so however many people are it, yeah. ready at a time.
2: If you got eighty people that are ready to play, you get 40-40. Yeah, yeah, if you got seven people ready to play, then you got three,
1: three and someone can go F themselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah, team base would be cool. Absolutely. That that that'd be another way to do it.
2: This one got me thinking in a way that I didn't think a question would get me thinking this week.
1: <laughs> like what other
2: games can we see? Like we joked about a Splatoon two Battle Royale back when they yeah. were teasing a big new announcement. But wh- this opened the door for what non shooters count. Like what non what can a non shooter do now? Where we probably weren't even considering this before Nintendo was like, Surprise. Mother truckers.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. I like this, I like this question. I kind of, you know, this question kind of makes me want to go upstairs and look at my cartridges and be like, "Ooh, that could work. Ooh, that could work." But the two that stick out would be Chou's definitely like kind of reminded me because because my first answer, which isn't a ret- isn't a classic, but mm-hmm. I thought about Tower Fall. Right, like yeah. how much fun it is and how much chaos it could be if you opened it up more. But so then I went to joust. I,
0: I just thought of one that I could legitimately see happen. Again, we're, we're we're deviating from the question, but this is a good question from Fox McCloud server that's making us think overcooked battle royale where you're competing against other teams of
1: cooks. So so take it more like like Apex, right? Yeah. There's a three man team and there's only twenty squads. And yeah. there's
2: only, you know, eight different things where lettuce can be pulled from and only seven different stoves and there's only this many conveyor belts and you're, so you're running around trying to get, but then you just got two people botting you out Mm -hmm. from the lettuce. You're like, I need lettuce for this burger. (laughs) Well, I was thinking of it as everyone has
0: (laughs) it's more like Tetris in, in the sense that everyone has their own kitchen they're in, but as you do things, it could Cause negative things to happen in all the yeah. people's kitchens, or something like way. that. You know, I see
2: what you're saying. Yeah, I, I just I imagine one big kitchen with thirty cooks in it. You have yeah. 10, three pe- people squads, and
1: your. I like that idea yeah, because be because you could zone people out and right. try to slow them down. Like, right, I like that mechanic, but I also yeah, but also the yeah, the Tetris way would work too. Where um, you're all you, different restaurants in the town, by you pumping out by you pumping out successful meals, mm-hmm. you're causing their oven to heat, Overhe- f- yeah. overheat or something or like let that. Let it yeah. spoils
2: because something yeah. happens. Right. I don't know. I keep going to lettuce. Like, that was the only damn thing in the game.
1: (laughs) you You
2: a lettuce guy. I was just making salads with nothing on them the whole game.
1: (laughs) All right. Well,. Anything else Is that, that wraps those up Those are our
0: emails we got in this week. Okay. So, hey, uh, I didn't mention it earlier. If you want to send in an email, info at gamesillamedia.com You ask a question, we'll do our best to answer it. And, uh, you know, it, the conversation came up in our Discord channel today. Uh, you don't just have to send those emails in on Monday when I throw in the Discord. Hey, who's got emails today? You know, you can send them in anytime. So if you're gaming on a Thursday evening and you come up with a question that you think would be fun for us to maul over, go ahead and send it over info at gamesillamedia.com.
1: All right. As a reminder, this podcast was brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash gamesilla media to see everything we have to offer. Don't forget about our YouTube channel. You just search Gamesilla Media on YouTube and you can find Craig WK's long plays along with the highlight clips from this show and other great content that we are pushing to YouTube. So, like I mentioned just moments ago, we have a Discord.
0: So, if you're a user of Discord, if you you know maybe you maybe you have a, a favorite streamer, you follow them on Discord, and you're in their chat, chatting with their fans. Well, we have a vibrant community of gamers that is in the GameZilla Media Discord. So, go to gamesillamedia.com, click on the Discord button, it'll get you all hooked up and in our Discord. And if you don't know what Discord is, it's a cool chat platform that allows you to communicate uh, with other fans of gaming. So we have voice chat channels as well. So if you're a Nintendo fan and you want some friends to game with, you can just use our Discord voice channel.
2: And if you're looking for any streamers within the GameZilla Media universe, right to what that I was talking about, jump in the Discord. That's when you're going to find out who's live, when they're live, what they're playing, and sometimes if they need people to squat up with. Apex Legends is super hot right now, but there's not always you know, two other people that a streamer have online ready to play. So instead of them getting paired up with Scrubs, you might be able to guest star on their stream. Jump on over to the Discord. Take a look at what's going on in the world of streaming.
1: Thanks for tuning in to episode 247 of the GameZilla podcast. We are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game game on. on.